Good morning. Welcome to Shabbos Mandalic, Shabbos page 44. We continue with the new Mishnah. The Mishnah says, and this is Rabbi Yehuda's position, that um, you could, a new candle, a candle that has never been used before. Remember, the candle in those days was a lamp, like an earthenware lamp that you just put a wick inside of it. Now, Lacha is, if it's brand new, sparkly new, it's never been used before, even though it will become disgusting later on, but since it's now not disgusting, and even though it's a lamp, but you could use it for other things like candies or pistachios, you could put other things in there. Therefore, it's not Muksan Shabbos, but once it's been used once, it's Mias. It's called Muksan Machmas Mias. Since it's disgusting, it doesn't have any use on Shabbos. It's out of sight, out of mind, and therefore it's forbidden to handle on Shabbos. But Reb Shimon says all candles. Remember, Reb Shimon is a more lenient view about Muksan. And he says all candles you're allowed to use as long as they're not actually being lit at that moment. A uh, candle that is being lit is what's called muksamachmas iser, because to take a little bit of oil out of that candle would be vi- the violation of the malach of kiboy of extinguishing. But uh, once it's extinguished, even if it's been used, even if it's been used on that Shabbos, according to Rabbi it's actually uh, permitted to use, because he, he does not agree with the idea of muksamachmas mias, because something is disgusting. Then the Gemara goes on and quotes a Bryson, which actually has the position of Rabbi Judah and the position of Rabbi Shimon, but it adds two more positions. First of all, the position of Rabbi who says that uh, you cannot you, you can use any candle on Shabbos except a candle that was used on Shabbos, even if now it's not being used on Shabbos anymore. So let's say you lit the candle as Shabbos began, and now the next morning the candle is extinguished. So according to Rabbi Shimon, you can use that you can use that candle, you can use that lamp for something else. But according to Rabbi Huda, since it was Nigoy Diskatsoi, since it was Muksa Beinash Moshas, when Shabbos came in, it could never be used. That's the third position. And then the fourth position is Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon's son is even more lenient than Rabbi Shimon. And he says that even the oil that's in the lamp, while the lamp is being lit, you can actually uh, use that oil. If it's dripping out, you're actually allowed to take that oil, even Bishah Shahadner like the most lenient position. Uh, the Gemara goes on and makes a distinction. It says, according to Rabbi Shimon, we just said that if you have a lamp, and now after the lamp goes out, the halacha is it's no longer muksa. Even the oil in the lamp is not muksa. But yet when it comes to a glass uh, jar or, or, or a car or a bowl, something that's a little bit larger, he said, that even if it goes out, it remains muksa. Why does it remain muksa? And the Gemara answers at the end, after some back and forth, it says that when it comes to the candle, since it's only supposed to light, the regular small lamp is only supposed to lamp last for a few hours, the person has in mind that when it goes out, I can use it for something else. However, since this glass jar really should have gone for all 24 hours of Shabbos, it's out of sight, out of mind, and therefore it's muksa, even according to Reb Shimon, even if it ends up going out after just a few hours. The Gemara goes on to say that a pamut, which is a, 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 a metal candle, there's no issue of muksa machmas mias. It's not disgusting. So once it would go out, um, then it could uh, potentially be uh, be permitted. But if you follow the idea of muktzah machmas iser, then the metal candle would have the same concern. Even though it doesn't have a problem of mios, it does have a concern of iser. Okay, the Gemara goes on to talk about a very interesting topic. Rabbi Huda Marav tells us that if you have a bed, let's say now you have an extra bed in your house, and you say, you know what, I'm going to use this extra bed for my money. I'm going to put my bills and my cash, I'm going to put everything on the bed. So since you've been miyachedet, since you've been miyachedet for something which is muksa, even if you don't have money on there, it's actually going to be considered muksa. So the more challenge is this, because we have, uh, we said that you can remove a ner, uh, you could handle a ner chadash, a brand new candle. Uh, now a brand new candle has obviously been designated for a prohibited use, for lighting the candle on it. And still Rabbi Huda said that if you have a brand new candle, it's okay, it's not muksa, so shouldn't the bed 
uh, be the same thing. So the Gemara amends the statement and says that as soon as it's been uh, 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 designated for money, then it's for, forbidden. Um, but if it's not designated for money, um, then if it actually has money on the bed, it's a problem. But if it doesn't have money on the bed, it would not be a problem. And then we talk about an example where you have a a wagon and the wheel of the wagon and the wheel of the wagon if it's if it's not if it's if it's if it's, if you if it's removable if you're actually able to remove the wheel of the wagon it's not considered part of the wagon so such that if let's say you have money on top of the wheel at the time that Shabbos begins it's considered muksa um, but uh, it sounds like it's saying only as long as the money's on the wheel but as soon as the money's off the wheel it's not muksa anymore oh we just said in the name of Rabbi Yehuda that uh, that once it's muksa in the beginning of Shabbos it's muksa forever. So the Gemara says, um, that's going according to Reb Shimon, who says that when the money is on the wheel, once it's off, it doesn't matter. He doesn't, Reb Shimon doesn't agree with the idea that once it's been established like that, a Shabbos comes in. Then the Gemara concludes with a very interesting case um, where it seems like Rav even follows Reb Shimon because he, people asked him, you know, you light your Hanukkah menorah on Friday night and then the menorah is out and now you want to bring it in because you're worried about anti-Semites, people who oppress the Jews. So you want to get rid of the candle to make so people won't see it. So we said you can move it in. This seems to follow like Reb Shimon because it was Muksa when Shabbos came in because it was being led and he still seems to say it's okay. The answer is no, really, Rav follows Rav Yehuda. The only reason he was allowed in that case was because if it's a very, very pressing situation, you can rely on Rav Shimon, but really fundamentally the halacha follows Rav Yehuda, but you can rely on Rav Shimon when you're in a pressing situation. That concludes Dat Mandal. We'll continue tomorrow with Mem. Hey.